Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm studying that. I'm Mike Marilla. American University students are about to get a lesson in labor unrest. I'm Dick Iuliano. DNA evidence leads to an arrest for a nearly 30-year-old murder in D.C. I'm Luke Lukert. And the Mystics' season is over. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Parched Texas is finally getting some rain, but it may be more than it needs. Flash flooding is now the fear as sandbagging efforts have already begun in El Paso, where the drought has baked the soil hard like asphalt. Dallas-Fort Worth could get between four and six inches of rain over the next few days. KRLD radio meteorologist Tom Hale. With the heavy rains from this storm, Texas motorists are going to need to embrace turnaround, don't drown. Three inches of rapidly moving water can take their truck downstream and threaten their life. In South Texas, the remnants of a tropical depression could bring heavy rains later in the week. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. The Justice Department has until Thursday to tell a federal magistrate what it wants redacted from the affidavit used to justify the FBI search of former President Trump's home in Florida. More on that from CBS's Deborah Alfaro. Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney, who's the vice chair of the January 6th committee, says she's seen no evidence of partisanship and says those kinds of charges are dangerous. For us as a party to be in a position where we're reflexively attacking career law enforcement professionals um, in order to defend the former president who conducted himself the way this one did, uh, is it's a really sad day for the party. Russia has opened an investigation into a car bombing that killed the daughter of an important ally of President Vladimir Putin. Former CBS News Moscow bureau chief Beth Noble says the likely target of the attack was Alexander Dugan, the victim's father. Daria Dugan's Toyota Land Cruiser blew up on a highway west of Moscow, uh, killing her instantly, and Russian TV news reports are calling this a terrorist act against Alexander Dugan, who was going to take the car that exploded somewhere and only changed vehicles last minute. New York has its first confirmed case of monkeypox in someone under the age of 18. Officials from the New York Department of Health say the virus was detected in a child or teenager living outside of New York City. Children in other states, including Texas and California, also have contracted monkeypox. The virus is primarily spread through skin-to-skin contact, and the majority of cases have affected gay men. But the virus also has been detected in two women outside New York City and 16 women living in the city. And now that the new school year is about to begin, New York City schools say they have not yet received any official guidance about monkeypox. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Researchers say the polio viruses detected recently in Jerusalem, New York, and London were mutated versions of viruses from oral polio vaccines. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 12.03, Monday, August 22nd. High today, 85. Good 
morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Summer is over for students in Fairfax County, Prince William County, Manassas Park City, and the city of Alexandria. Their new school year begins today. In Fairfax County, Michelle Reed is entering her first year as superintendent of Virginia's largest school system. Students there will have a new cell phone policy and middle schools will get recess starting this year. And in Prince William County, Superintendent Latanya McDade says they're ready for the start of the school year despite a teacher vacancy rate of 168 positions. McDade says they've hired more than 1,600 new employees and are actively recruiting more. Meanwhile, in Alexandria, as kids return to class later this morning, among those there to greet them will be school resource officers. After one more year, of funding for the position was approved earlier this year. But the future of SROS in schools remains uncertain. With controversy surrounding the SRO role, the Alexandria City Public School System has named a school law enforcement partnership advisory group. Its goal is to reimagine the role of the, of the SROs in the schools. Parent Paula Gormley has spent her career working in law enforcement. She's a member of the work group. She says for her among the goals is to see how SROs are used in the disciplinary process and how decisions to refer students to the criminal justice system are made. Because there is a level of discretion in some of these areas. Do those decisions, are they made with, the, with you know, equity in mind? The group will meet next on September the 12th and eventually issue its recommendations to the school board. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Alexandria schools will also have more security enhancements this year. Middle and high school students will be required to carry student IDs, and the schools will have designated entrances for students, staff, and visitors. More than 500 employees at American University are planning to go on strike today after failing to reach agreement over wages and health care benefits. The clerical, technical, and academic staff say they'll picket the school for up to five days this week, including today's move-in day for students. The Northwest D.C. University and the union representing the workers have been negotiating a new labor contract. The workers, members of the Service Employees International Union, have demanded ended 9% salary hikes over two years. The university says it offered a 4% raise and other compensation increases in its best and final offer. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP. The vote recount in the Democratic primary for Montgomery County Executive will continue later this morning. Day three wrapped up yesterday, and we're still waiting to learn if the incumbent, Mark Elrich, or challenger David Blair will win. Blair's campaign requested a recount after primary results were certified last week and showed Elrich lead by 35 votes. The recount will continue at 9.30 a.m. For 29 years, the murder of a woman in southeast D.C. went unsolved. Now there's an arrest based on new DNA evidence. Last Thursday, police arrested 58-year-old William Ransford for the murder of Deborah McManus. Her body was found on October 23, 1993 on the grounds of Ballou High School in southeast D.C. She had been strangled and was nude with her clothes nearby. DNA evidence was gathered at the time, but the case went cold. According to court docs in February, a crime lab in Wyoming notified D.C. police that a DNA 
search from a sock of the victim resulted in a match with Ransford from an FBI database. Ransford had a history with sexual assaults, including one conviction in 2001. Police interviewed him in May. He denied ever knowing McManus, but consented to give a DNA sample. The results led to a warrant, and now Ransford has been charged with second-degree murder. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, why a food festival in Howard County is getting complaints on social media. Just how fast is Xfinity Internet? Well, it's beyond gig speed fast, so you feel like you're in the game. It can also